This is Bite Size History with the Saints. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Bite Size History with the Saints. Hi everyone, it's Megan. And it's Bradley. So we're here today, we're talking about the kangaroo recipe that we made yesterday. It was amazing. There's a few things that I think you might need to know before you make the recipe that we found out the hard way, and Australians probably already knew. (laughs) So the biggest thing to note Kangaroo smells terrible. It smells horrible before you cook it and after you cook it. It smells like rotting meat. <laughs> yeah, it there is no appetizing smell to it. It even, tastes great. Yeah, it tasted great. But why even while you were cooking it, it still smelled horrible. Yeah, it um it shook us to our core cuz it was not an expected smell. Yeah, and that first bite, you know, you got something that smells bad and you go, "Well, I have to try this." So you take that bite and you go, all right, this is actually pretty good. And then you just breathe through your mouth the rest of the meal. The meat itself is really gamey. Uh, Gamey is, you know, giving gamey meat a disadvantage. It is tough. (laughs) It's stringy. It shreds off. Yeah, it kind of like if you get pulled pork. That's, I mean, I imagine I might make a good pulled pork That's what I was suddenly thinking. Well, I guess... Pulled kangaroo. A pulled roux sandwich. Yeah, there's some barbecue sauce on it. You wouldn't even smell it. Yeah, some nice Kansas City barbecue yeah. sauce. There we go. Okay, I think we might start a new thing. But it was extremely tough. And because, you know, kangaroo is very lean, it's kind of like rabbit. Not a lot of fat on it. So you just kind of still wanted more after the meal. But that's where the taro root came in. And that was where our second um, issue of the evening came into effect. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever had taro root before. We hadn't beyond me having it in bubble tea or having the taro ingredient. Um, it is kind of gross. 
we let the taro roots sit in a bowl of water overnight. I think we did it for like 24 hours. Yeah. So one thing to note about taro root is it is very toxic raw. So yeah, don't eat it raw. Do not eat it raw. So you need to either soak it for 24 hours or parabar... Paraboil. Paraboil. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> um, it before you eat it. And we went ahead to the 24-hour soak, and that was an interesting experience. You ever see those videos online of like a squid and like how slimy they are that that was basically what the tar root looked like and it was slimy megan had trouble keeping a hold of them and this was after she had soaked them did all the other prep work for them it was still it was disgusting it was as if potatoes were born in egg whites yeah that's a good yeah, yeah. it was the weirdest thing and so I sliced them, rinsed them again, dried them, and they continued to ooze out this creamy substance. I wouldn't even call it creamy. Sticky. Sticky. Yeah. Because even after they were baked, you put them on the plate and there's still a little bit of that film. Yeah. It's, yeah. They tasted bland. Not a much flavor to them. Uh, they weren't bad i mean no I, I definitely understand why people use them for like potato chips and also i probably not potato chips would be taro chips in this case yeah there's probably you know some people from australia and whatnot currently listening to this going well yeah this is stuff we already know that's why we choose not to eat it <laughs> or they found some better way to prepare it and we just didn't figure that out. They're just laughing at us being like, ha ha ha, North Americans. <laughs> now, with that being said about the taro root being toxic, that's one of my favorite things about studying food is how many foods are actually toxic to us. And it makes you wonder, you know, who found out that it was toxic? Somebody had to. Somebody had to have sat there and been the first person to bite into this and go, yep, bye, and died. <laughs> And that's one of the things that I love about studying food is that trial and error that our species went through. And a lot of it was we looked at what other species were eating, like birds or deer or whatnot. We looked at what they were eating and sat there and said, okay, well, if they can eat it, we can eat it. But that's not always the case. Yeah, I always find it fascinating on what foods we can eat specifically. And even with like the taro root touching it is toxic. So I do recommend that if you have a history of skin allergies or if you just want to be cautious, wear gloves when you're prepping it. Yeah. She tells me this as she's prepping it. She's sitting there holding them and she goes, you know, tar root's also toxic to hold. And I just, it, it boggled my mind why that would just be the thing that pops into her mind as she's holding them. <laughs> Luckily, she's fine, as far as we know. Yeah, no rashes or anything crazy. Luckily, when it's on the skin, it just causes, like, an allergic reaction. Yeah. But, yeah, it was, uh, wear, wear gloves. <laughs> wear gloves. Don't freak out your significant other, please. <laughs> but with this recipe, I think the best part about it actually was how simple it was. Oh, it was super simple. Yeah, it was just three ingredients. It was just the taro root, kangaroo, and salt. Yeah, originally we were going to cook it over the fire, but we had a snowstorm come through and that kind of uh, <laughs> made that not going to happen. They don't have to deal with snow too much in Australia. No, I think they <laughs> lucked out there. Yeah, but yeah, it was, I wanted them to see what kangaroo tastes like on a fire. And I wonder if that would have made it taste... Uh, well, we probably wouldn't have had to smell it, so it would have been even better. 
Yeah. And I wonder if it would have, like, broken it down a little bit more. Yeah, that's a good question. So, my, I mean, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't expensive either, Yeah, surprisingly. Well, one thing to keep in mind, if you wanted to get a whole kilogram of it, it's about $65 Canadian. Um, it might be cheaper in parts of the States because... In, because Canadian money is funny money. Well, not just that. Um, <laughs> in the States, they can breed kangaroos to eat. They can't in Canada. That's illegal. Yeah, like we found out that we can't do guinea pig either because guinea pig is illegal to have, which I, I find it hilarious with how inclusive Canada tries to be. And then they tell anybody that moves from Peru, no, you can't have one of your main dishes. The horrifying fact, when we Googled if we could, um, where to buy guinea pig meat to find this out, immediately it linked us to PetSmart. So that was a bit terrifying. Yeah, so I think Google might be a little bit darker than we expected. <laughs> I mean, we already knew Google was dark, but... Not that dark. Not that dark. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, I think the biggest thing to be aware of with this recipe is just cook it at a warmer heat, but not a lot of time. You can eat kangaroo raw. Not yeah. You could cook it too raw, should I say. I don't know if you'd want to eat kangaroo raw, but you can cook it to raw. So it's just like beef. Yeah, it does cook a lot like beef, except for the fact that kangaroo is very lean, um, a lot of the recipes that come from Australia in more modern times recommend oils or using butter. But since this was supposed to be a pre-European contact meal, we didn't really have as many options. Yeah, so we did what we could. And it's not always glamorous. It doesn't always smell great. doesn't always taste great. But at the end of the day, the only reason we eat is for substance. You have to get your calories in or you die. And because of that, that's why we you know, choose to eat things that put off a pheromone that actually we find disgusting, like, you know, broccoli. <laughs> Some of us, you know, don't have the gene to actually taste the broccoli pheromone, so to speak. Others, like, I, I, I can taste the broccoli. I can literally taste myself killing it. <laughs> so I, I hate broccoli. Bessie, I do not. And fun fact, we've bred that out of Brussels sprouts to try to rebrand it. Yeah. That happened in the 90s, apparently. So if you tried Brussels sprouts in the early 90s and 80s and you hated them, try them again. But there will never be any rebranding broccoli. <laughs> broccoli will forever be the leaf of death. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> so, from there. For the rest of the week, um, we're going to be going ahead and starting to plan out the Patreon dessert 
recipe for Australia. Probably going to have macadamia nuts in it. Guaranteed. Though I do have to admit we bought some macadamia nuts and I made white chocolate macadamia nut cookies. Oh, it was delicious. It was. They were really good. We ate them all within a 12 don't, hour. No, no. We, we still have some sitting downstairs. That, we didn't eat them all. No, that that's impossible. No. <laughs> I, I would be a responsible, you know, normal human. And, and, and an adult. Yes. So <laughs> we'll probably be using something with macadamia nuts, probably be fruit. One thing to note a lot with Australia is we have been focusing on more of coastal Australia rather than in the outback. And that's mostly due to the fact that it is really hard to get bush-based vegetables here. Yeah. Like, one of the things that they have there, they call them uh, bush tomatoes? Yeah. They're not tomatoes. They We have a history of seeing a food that looks similar to something we already know and just calling it that. I think I've brought that up before. Uh-huh. Except for the eggplant. I have no idea how we got the name for the eggplant. Well, before they turn purple, they're white. Mm-hmm. Before they turn purple, they're white. Yeah, but so yet they, again. They look like an egg coming out of a plant. Have you never seen an eggplant unripened? I've avoided eggplants. Oh. You know, that royal purple scares me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're not tomatoes. They're not related tomatoes. They, I'm not sure exactly what they are. Uh, they're related more to eggplants, actually. Okay, well, here we are back to eggplants. But things like that are a little bit more difficult to get a hold of here in Canada. And because of that, you know, we often have to get creative. We often have to exclude some things that we would have liked to have put in. And maybe one day when, you know, we make it big and we're jet setting, we can go all over the place and make these meals at places. Ooh, like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Be amazing. Probably with just as much swearing. Probably. Yeah, so with our dessert, it's going to be pretty coastal-based kind of ingredients. Yeah, they did trade with the other islands that were around. When they made their way to Australia, it was still mostly land bridges linking areas because it was before the last Ice Age ended. But when the last Ice Age ended, all of a sudden they found themselves cut off. And, you know, we, we as humans don't like being cut off from things that we have come accustomed to. So we get inventive and we find ways to get around that. Yeah, I can only imagine how angry I would be if I had snuck over to like Australia to hunt big game and suddenly got stuck there. Especially yeah. when I had been in somewhere like Papua New Guinea. Yeah. I'd be really upset. You know, you go from where you know, trees and whatnot to deadly creatures everywhere you look. But at least you get to kill kangaroos, so that's cool. Or they kill you. Oh, for sure. They will. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to be switching it up and we're heading to New Zealand next. Yeah. But New Zealand, we're going to stay coastal. So we're actually going to go with fish. We know that part. Mm-hmm. We don't know what fish yet, but we're going to go with fish. I secretly imagine it's going to be a lot of going to Whole Foods and spending $60 on a premium fish. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's part of the fun of it. Yeah, a lot of this is just kind of the adventure of it, um, mostly just because we we try to plan this out as best as we can, and we're always limited by where we live and what's happening. It's kind of like in the beginning when we were cooking things in Kansas City. There's not a lot of options in Kansas City. No, you say that, but there actually are. Well, when it comes to like seafood and stuff, that really oh, became yeah. our problem. Seafood, I mean, being in the middle of a continent, <laughs> you know, it does kind of drain your resources for seafood but Kansas City was a very largely diverse place yeah we were able to get a lot of ingredients that we needed for some of the earlier recipes for sure yeah 
but seafood was, you know, I mean, just go to the store and if buy you know, something the size of your hand for like salmon and you might as well just take out another mortgage on your house. <laughs> it's not cheap. It cracks me up because when we were living in England, I remember the first time that we bought like a pack of like six salmon for like seven quid. Yeah, it was dirt cheap. Oh my gosh. Everybody there couldn't understand why we were so shocked. Like we were like showing it off to everybody. We we're like, look what we bought. Yeah, that was the first time I felt that much salmon in my life. <laughs> that was the first time we ever ate that much fish in our lives. That's true, too. I mean, it was great. Um, so we will have some varieties like that. But I think the best part about New Zealand is going to be just kind of the different climate between it and Australia. And it has different ingredients, which will be fun. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. There was our. Yeah. So that one's going to be interesting, though, because it falls on Christmas Day. So we're probably going to make the recipe a few days before because we eat very specific meals for the holidays. Yeah, every year we make the same thing. But it, yeah, it's a uh, stuffed pork loin with cranberries and prosciutto. Yeah, it's well worth it. If you want the recipe, let us know. We'll we'll send it out to you. Also like 12 pounds of mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting fat thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, but the big thing is going to be... Um, the podcast, the podcast will still go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blog will still go up. Any videos we're doing will still go up. Everything's going to be normal schedule. We're just going to be doing stuff ahead of time. Yeah, because I won't be able to move for a couple of days. Yeah, it's best that we do it ahead because yeah. if not, you're not going to see anything till 2023. And I say that's one with us moving all over the place and never going home for the holidays because oftentimes too far away. It's gotten to the point where we make enough food for what you would make for a family of like six. (laughs) And then we eat at least four portions of that. And then the next day is just a few leftovers. Well, gosh, we did a second version of... well. So Canada's Thanksgiving is in October. We did a Thanksgiving um, in November because I like Thanksgiving. Yeah, Canada needs a holiday in November. Yeah, it's a weird gap. Yeah, it's, it's just this too long of a gap between holidays. That and I don't like their Thanksgiving being on a Monday. It doesn't make sense to me. I like the four-day weekend. Yeah, it is weird because they expect... Yeah, you know, that's another story for another time. <laughs> but uh, we ended up making like four pies. And that was beautiful and amazing. And fattening. And, and I'm still paying for it. It was super fattening, but we're, we're still pretty happy with it. So that's me. What, so beyond holiday talk... That's really all that's coming up. Um, we're going to be starting the new year, heading to South America. No, I thought we were going to do a few more things around. No, because basically they're all the same ingredients. Oh, so I was wrong a couple podcasts ago, and I apologize for this. Well, you weren't wrong. We just didn't know yet. Oh, and I do have to put out a correction before um, Bradley yells, <laughs> Megan screwed up. Uh, we used lard in a recipe a little she, bit. I she used, used I lard. used lard in a recipe a little bit ago. This was on me because I always check the recipes and approve them. But recently I've been busy with all the Brad's Lab stuff and trying to figure out how to edit videos better. But I just perused over the list, said, okay, cool, whatever. And so that one was actually probably my fault. But I'm going to blame her because I can't take any blame for things. <laughs> <laughs> he lacks the ability to have yeah, recognition. I do. <laughs> but so to explain why lard is not allowed. So originally I was thinking that lard and animal fat would be the exact same thing. That is not true. 
Lard is processed animal fat, which is a function that hasn't that didn't exist until what the 1900s. I think it was a 1900 somewhere in there. Yeah, early 1900s, and so using animal fat would have been one thing, but they wouldn't have done it in the way that I tried to do it. It would have been the fat from the uh, from the chicken right then and there. Yeah, as you were cooking it, what you had is what you had. Yeah, you weren't going to go out and kill another animal for fat just to cook. And of course, since I chose to make it with boneless, skinless chicken, there was little to no fat. So in the future, I'll abstain from doing those kind of tomfooleries. And I will do my best to actually double check the recipes. <laughs> I'll take blame for it. That's that's all fair. Yeah, eventually we'll have a list of everything that Megan has accidentally put into food. There's been some stuff. We usually catch it early on, though. Yeah, and it usually ends up with Megan going, but, 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 and me going, you can't do that if we want to stay accurate, and her going, I hate you. It is the most pedantic conversation, but it's necessary. It is. You know, it's for the authenticity of this. Exactly. That's why we owned up to her mistake. Exactly. <laughs> we both did. It was a group effort. No, it was um, you. It was really just me. Uh, but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's really it for this week. We're just going to keep putting things out. Um We'll figure out what the recipe is for this weekend, and that's really it. For the Patreons. For the Patreons. Yeah, and then next, not next week, but the week after, will be our normal recipe. Yep. So if you do want to see the desserts that we make between these recipes, uh, become a patron. We do have other amazing stuff on Patreon. Mm -hmm. Exclusive discounts on the store. You get extra content. Oh, yeah. So, it, it you know, it's only a dollar Canadian. So I think that's probably what, like, five, six cents for the rest of the world. <laughs> it's not anything exuberant. No, it's pretty low. And also, if, you, if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to subscribe and give us a five-star review on however you're listening to it. So, well, cool. Well, have a great week, guys. Yeah, thank you, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.